Welcome to Wuffles Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Wuffle. Welcome again to another edition of Wuffles Press Box Podcast. I'm happy to be joined today by my friend and colleague at the Press Box, Jerry Tapp. Jerry Stats Tapp, the Stats <laughs> Guru. Welcome, Jerry. Thank you, Gary. We're going to be touching on a lot of things NBA related today, primarily though the upcoming playoffs. And you know, Jerry, in the uh, last couple of years, it was almost pretty predictable who was going to get to the finals. You knew it was going to be Cleveland out of the East, Golden State out of the West. Three straight years that happened, and uh, Golden State won twice, Cleveland won once. This year, it's not so predictable. Right. I mean, people are still saying, "Hey, those are the favorites," along with Houston, but. Yeah, there's a lot of variables going in, and uh, your thoughts on that? I was actually looking at the, the standings a couple of days ago, just trying to get a sense of, you know, how things might play out. I do think Cleveland is playing well right now, but I think if I was a betting man, I would probably go with Toronto out of the East. I think if Kyrie Irving was still healthy, I might even kind of lean towards Boston as maybe a Boston-Toronto Eastern Conference Final, that one of them would overtake Cleveland. I would not count out the Cavaliers just yet. It wouldn't surprise me. LeBron James is playing such that I could see him basically taking over the playoffs and kind of willing his team to the finals again. So I, I think in the East, I would say Toronto would be my first guess. Maybe Cleveland, Boston, and if I had a sleeper, uh, I really like the way the 76ers are playing. I like your assessment. I'm right on with all of it. I really thought Cleveland was dead in the water until the trading deadline. They made some trades, and they, they made some really nice additions, especially on the perimeter. They had some young guys, fresh legs, uh, hungry players. Yeah. Defense uh, definitely improved. But at the same time, it's very, very difficult to bring that all together. Right. You know, and have everybody mesh and be a cohesive unit. Having said that, I still think they're the team to beat, but the team I want to win <laughs> is Toronto. I mean, they, yeah. you know, the uh, Raptors fans are, are, are just exceptional. This is their year. I mean, everything has fallen into place so far. A lot of teams have had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of injuries. The Raptors have avoided those. they got a great coach in Dwayne Casey, very, mm-hmm. very even-keeled. He doesn't let too many things bother him. Right. I like their backcourt. I think it's the best backcourt in the East with DeRozan and Lowry. Abaka is very underrated. I think he just comes in and plays every game at a high level, plays hard. Their bench is much improved. But, (laughs) again, I'm not sold on them. I think they're beatable. I think this Eastern Conference is wide open. I would agree. I think you were spot on with Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, fairly healthy. I mean, he's been slow in the last week or so, but he, he's expected to be ready to roll once uh, the postseason starts. And Simmons, and I was thinking about this afternoon, I'm not saying they're Shaq and Kobe, but I think they're going to be eventually right. mentioned in the same breath. I mean, Embiid's could be the most dominating player in the league, and Simmons is kind of like magic. I should have said magic and cream. I mean, if you want yeah. another assessment. Right. But Simmons is just so mature for, mm-hmm. for a young player. I mean, it's like he's been in the league 10 years. He doesn't get flustered. Talk about about a guy who's got just the ultimate demeanor. I mean, he, he just yeah. doesn't let things phase him. 
And then everybody says, yeah, they're too young. And that certainly has some merit, but they also have some veterans around. J.J. Reddick's a proven yep. player. Ursan Ilyasova is a mm-hmm. proven player. Bellinelli is a proven player. Those are great pickups by uh, Brian Colangelo. Right. The team I'm kind of really intrigued by, and nobody gives them a chance in purgatory, <laughs> much less hell, yeah. is Indiana. Mm-hmm. I mean, Indiana has had a dream season. Nobody expected them to be in the playoffs, much less, you know, be whatever they are, sixth, seventh seed. They have absolutely overachieved. Nate McMillan has done a stupendous job. So going to the playoffs, I think it's wide open. If push comes to shove, I would say it's going to be Toronto and Cleveland down the stretch in the finals. But again, it kind of reminds me of the NCAA tournament. If there's an upset, I'm not going to be surprised at all. I, I think there's so much parity. But the bottom line is, I think Cleveland is the Villanova <laughs> of the Eastern Conference. Well, and, and that's an, you bring up an interesting point because I was thinking when you were talking about the 76ers, let's not forget the whole Philadelphia factor here. You've got Villanova that won the NCAA there tournament. There you go. Yep. You've got the Eagles that won the Super Bowl. And so you've got, you know, people are excited in Philadelphia. Does Philadelphia have the team to sustain three series wins? And to get to the finals, I don't know. They're very unproven. But I would not put it past another Philadelphia team doing something in the in the NBA to really make things exciting. And I'll tell you what, it, the other thing that might be really interesting is whoever gets Boston in the first, let's just say it's the Bucks that yeah. they get Boston. The Bucks could beat Boston in the first round if they're sure. not at full strength. And I'll tell you what, if the Bucks get Cleveland in the second round, and they play to their potential, they could give the Cavs a surprise. So I would not be at all surprised, although I think it's highly unlikely, but could the Bucks get to the Eastern Conference Finals this year? If the path opens for them, it's likely, but they would have to get Boston at the right time mm-hmm. and Cleveland at the right time. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, there, there's two teams that have been absolutely enigmas this year in my mind one is the bucks mm-hmm. Bucks should have had a much better record right. especially considering how pathetic the eastern conference was for most of the season it was banged up they didn't none of these teams played at a high level outside of toronto the bucks should have definitely won more games the other team is washington i, I washington yeah. was my preseason pick to come out of the east mm-hmm. right now it doesn't look good but you look on paper at least right. they got a ton of talent when you yep. got wall and beal and otto porter and Gortat, they got players. Yeah. They got a bunch of head cases. Right. <laughs> and, and whether they can play together, who knows. But, I mean, yeah. if they would get hot at the right time, it would not shock me one bit if the yeah. Wizards, again, it, to me it's wide open. Yeah. Let's uh, jump over to the West real quickly here. You know, it, it, on the surface at least, it looks like it's Houston and it's Golden State. Yeah. Golden State doesn't have Steph Curry. Right. so. He's not going to play in the first round. Yeah. Who knows? Could Golden State get bumped in the first round? I think it's unlikely. Yeah. But you never know. And then also Houston, you look at it and they go, they got Chris Paul and they got Harden. I mean, the dynamic duo, but Harden has been a flop in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. His track record isn't good, which Harden is going to show up. Is he going to be the Harden that's the MVP or the guy that fell apart in the playoffs in the right. past? So those two teams, at least on the surface, are the teams to beat. Right. But I'll tell you what, yeah, I'll never dismiss the Spurs. They yeah. just keep plodding along, quietly doing their jobs. They got the best coach in basketball. Yep. 
They've been there, done that. They know what it is. To me, the X factor for them is Paul Gasol. If Paul Gasol is healthy, if he is totally engaged and can find the fountain of youth, I think that would be a team in the West that I'd, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they emerged. I would agree with you. I, I think if you look at the West, I see Houston or Golden State. If you look at the whole Western Conference over the course of the year, it's been Houston, it's been Golden State. Then there's probably six or eight teams that seem to be jockeying for position back and forth. And then there's the other five or six teams that are you know not going to do anything. They're not going to make the playoffs. But of those six or eight teams that are jockeying for a position, I agree with you. I think San Antonio with Popovich, I would not be surprised to see them get into a semifinal round against either Houston or Golden State and somehow figure out a way to get it to seven games and make it a series. But realistically, I think we're probably looking at a Houston-Golden State finale. Who's your sleeper outside of you really can't say San Antonio's sleeper no. based on what they've done. I guess the only other possibility, Portland, although they've got a lot of kind of no-name players. Right. But they've figured out a way to, what, win 45, 47 games. Terry Stotts has got to be one of the top three or four coaches in the league this yeah. year. I don't know how, how it's going to shake out for a coach of the year voting, but yeah. to have the third best record in the Western Conference, and like you said, two really good players and a lot of, ho-hum players around them, Uh, they've done a heck of a job. Let me ask you a question. You have to mortgage your house (laughs) on who wins the NBA Finals. Who are you picking? Going to go with Golden State. They've won it two or three years, uh, I think. And if Steph Curry comes back healthy in the second round, and he's going to be very, very fresh, They're going to be tough. I mean, I remember like middle season, nobody was even thinking about anybody else but Golden State. Right. But now Curry's hurt and kind of changes things with Houston having played as uh, so well as well. Yeah. But if push comes to shove, I'm going to go with the old reliable. Yeah. And uh, when you you got Durant and Curry and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, I mean that that's just a ridiculous right. foursome. So I think the only thing I would say the, to kind of keep an eye on is home court advantage. Houston will have home court advantage, which you would think if any series goes to seven games. Let's say it's a, a Western Conference Finals with Houston and Golden State. It goes to Game 7. It's in Houston. Maybe a slight advantage there to Houston. But I think going back to one of your earlier comments, I think the whole league is a big question mark in terms mm-hmm. of who's going to win. It could be anybody winning it. Can you imagine the uh, TV executives having an Indianapolis Portland final. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Somehow you they know would. they want LeBron and Steph Curry back in the I final. Think so. so yeah, that's a ratings bonanza right there. So you're picking who then? I would say if I had to mortgage my house, I would probably make the same pick that you did, which is Golden State. But right. it wouldn't surprise me if it was Houston this year. You like Houston's chances yeah. too. Well, sounds good. We'll find out in a couple months. It's not like the NBA playoffs end in a week or two. (laughs) No, They're going to be going for a while. Yeah, we'll go right from the end of the NBA playoffs to the NFL uh, postseason probably as well. Well, thank you, Jerry. Good stuff, and we'll look forward to our next podcast. Thanks. You're welcome. And thanks for listening. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWuffle and Wuffle'sPressBox.com.